started when Mathura was raped, a 16-year-old tribal girl. And the judgment said that because she was loose, that two policemen raped her in the police station and they were acquitted. And that's how we all became active because we felt this was something that is unpardonable and you know what is happening to us as women. And from there to Nirbhaya, I see a huge change. But this part that you know clothes are inviting and that women are actually asking for it, this is a form of compliment. If I'm catcalling, it's actually a form of a... A friend of mine said that the way a woman dresses up decides the amount of sexual harassment she will receive. Now, I decided to wear something very sexy. It may be a little provocative. But does it call for all of you to sexually harass me? Is it an open invitation? This and a lot more questions will be discussed with Dr. Nandita Shah, an amazing woman who is working in the space of empowerment of women and young girls. Let's call forth Dr. Nandita Shah. So lovely having you here. And firstly, you have to tell me, how do I look? Am I provocative? You're looking amazing. Not at all. But I think there will be people who will think you're provocative. Yes, they will. Yes. And uh, open. But I'm wearing this for you because you're my first guest. I'm so happy. I'm wearing this for you because I'm so glad this is my, this is, I've done so many podcasts and you're the first female who's there on my podcast. Yay! I'm so happy to be here and thank you for inviting. To have you here. An honor. So, is it provocative? Yes. Yes. It is. And it's very nice. It is nice. But I'm dressing up for you, so I don't care. I'm not wearing it for any of, uh, not for attention, but I think I feel good. I feel confident. I don't think it's provocative. It's just something that is seen by everyone else as something that is an invitation, which is where we have a problem. This invitation is for my guest, not for the men out there. But uh, thank you for being here. And I also feel that there's a statistics that goes as 50% women, 40% men consider what a woman wears calls forth for sexual harassment. Do you feel the same? I think this is where we really are surprised because, you know, post Nirbhaya, when so many young people came out on the streets yeah. and there was this feeling that things have really moved, you know, that victim blaming or putting women on the uh, box was much, much less than when we started. Yeah. You know, I started when Mathura was raped a 16-year-old tribal girl. And the judgment said that because she was loose, that two policemen raped her in the police station and they were acquitted. And that's how we all became active because we felt this was something that is unpardonable and, you know, what is happening to us as women. And from there to Nirbhaya, I see a huge change. But this part that, you know, clothes are inviting... And that women are actually asking for it. This is a form of compliment. If I'm catcalling, it's actually a form of a... These are all notions that are still going on. And, you know, unsolicited compliment is not a compliment. You know, it's a form of harassment. And that is not getting through to a lot of people. So, you know, you want a very... Um, sexy and very inviting girlfriend yeah you know so when you are trying to get a girlfriend that's the kind of person you want but as soon as she becomes your girlfriend then the question is why are you wearing these clothes yes why are you wearing sleeveless yeah and there the whole thing is that are you you know out there inviting other people so my right to be what i am and what i want to feel for myself is always connected with all these eyes that are going to be on you and are you ready for it are you um comfortable with that sort of a way of uh, people watching people watching but I, today i've worn this attire is because i felt like this is my first female guest on my podcast yeah and i was so excited i'm actually wearing this because uh it's not 
to get attention or I was just like there's a woman coming I feel super comfortable yeah she's there because you I would actually wear a revealing attire Dr. Nandita when I feel safe anybody who makes me feel safe I would wear it in front of them because that's the space they have created for me you are creating that space for me right yeah I get that kind of a feeling like a mother or you know a sister and it's it's a very beautiful feeling but you don't feel that all the time yeah right you land up at a if uh, I I'll tell you at an event uh, I or usually get event agencies messaging me that you know share your clothes we have to give 15 different attires nandita to ensure that our attire is fine and I understand where they come from yeah they come from the place that uh, I hope she doesn't land up at an State Bank of India event wearing a deep cleavage showing attire. Understandable because where you are, like uh, there's a saying, right? When in Rome, wear it, wear it like the Romans. And I think that's where we some women go wrong, or I also have gone wrong. Landed up at a place where um, I know that the decorum is different. Is different. and people are going to look at me but does that allow someone to harass me sexually molest me no yeah absolutely and the thing is that if you go to look at it this is what's being promoted as what's cool right so these are the kinds of clothes that are cool and you want to be seen as cool but that doesn't mean that you are inviting somebody to pinch you or to pass comments on you and the experience of this reality is every day you know we did a survey and 95% of women in bombay city have said that they have experienced street sexual harassment now imagine we see bombay as such a safe city yes it is like i drive at 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock and i'm fine but even then each one of us at least in our lifetime once or twice have experienced street sexual harassment we are saying that why and many times when we talk to boys because we do a lot of work with boys they don't even get it i mean they have not even put their mind to what it's doing to a girl that a girl is changing her route of travel she do, she talk, walks longer in in study they have found it even sometimes as as much as 27 minutes longer you will take a route because you don't want to be harassed now that is the kind of reality that a girl has to face she has to be even if i'm not raped or nothing major has happened to me i'm constantly looking behind to see if somebody's following me or some there is some thing that is there as a fear in each one of us absolutely i i am with you that one and parents tell you why come back at 7 i mean what's a 7 number as a 7 8 before dark because there is this fear that something might happen in dark so all these things that are constantly behind all of us and we have to live our life with that fear in our mind and our idea is that men have to get get this that it's not the clothes it's their way of looking at a person because when we did talk to boys and uh, they said ki usko lagta hai ki skirt wali ladki uh रिवीलिंग क्लोथ्स है सेक्सी है मुझे सलवार कमीज वाली लड़की लगती है सो यू नो इट्स इट्स माई पॉइंट रिवीलिंग क्लोथ इट्स वॉट क्लोथ बट द बिगेस्ट थिंग इज दैट यू कैन गेट अवे मैन नो दैट दे गेट अवे शी विल नॉट से एनी थिंग नो बडी एल्स विल से एनी थिंग एंड दैट सेंस ऑफ आई गॉट अवे एंड दैट पावर इज वॉट making them excited about it and that is what we need to challenge so nandita this is what happened once i went early in the morning at around 5:30 am for a jog and here comes a guy on the bike stops the bike and i'm like wondering what is happening and you know as a woman there's a gut there's a gut telling you do not go there this guy gets up opens his pant removes his penis and starts like masturbating right in front of me and at that moment i just freezed i just freezed i ran back home and i told two of my friends supriya and uh, supriya and trusha who were there and i start crying and i remember calling my other friend 
and he was a guy and he told me this that why didn't you go at 5:30 in the morning my girlfriend didn't tell me anything but my guy friend told me very dear friend my bestie he's like you called for it you called for it because you wore tight fitting pants and a racer back uh, top and you went for a jog and the kind of trauma that you're speaking speaking about is that from that day i've never ever gone for a jog at 5:30 in the morning i usually go post 6:30 because okay you know people are there i'm safe and when i spoke to one of my psychologist friend about this she said that this is a kind of a kink a kink to see fear in people's in women's face now i understand people's kink now when kinks are happening when there is consensus beautiful right between two partners but when kinks happen like this it creates trauma so i decided uh, i would deep delve in this and understand why do men do this apparently they are so suppressed because they don't talk about it they don't have anybody listening about this to them and if, even if they say that you know mujhe ye kink mera hai aur mujhe ladkiyon ko aise dara ke mujhe khushi milti hai he scared of even saying this desire of his that is why i think all this is perpetuating somewhere but you know it's one is okay sexual repression is one aspect of it but the bigger aspect of it like you know somebody just touching your breast in when you are traveling in a bus or a train um somebody just groping your bumps or your breast there isn't that kind of kink or anything it's the feeling that i got away and there is that sense of power that you get that momentary power so that sense that you know usko dara diya and i got away and then the high the getting away getting away and that's that the high of what uh, what do men get when there's that high of getting away i got you know usko dara diya and i got away and that is the sense of power that you get at that time so yes you know many men don't have power but that doesn't justify the sense of power that there is sense of power that you know i did something and i got away and nobody did anything because most of the time what are women told ki niche you know like look down yes. don't fight yes. back yes and like sometimes we are just frozen like in one of the things that we do with our girls is just learn to scream how many times have we screamed that is loud enough because you know you just don't scream like that so just learn to scream also that's hard yeah guys like i find that very hard just to scream because we have always been as a girl told ki you have to be classy you have to be elegant nice girl good girl so this whole thing about good girl bad girl no is what society has created so if you're wearing revealing clothes are you really a good girl is the question mark and that's why then why were you there what were you wearing you know why were you sleeping in a cab i mean who sleeps in the cab these are the questions that keep coming back to women for anything that they are doing and nobody then asks why does he do it what is the reason why and i think it's time that men start questioning not just themselves because i i i know that not all men do it yes but do they stop somebody do they stop do they intervene and you know that's the campaign that we just recently launched jaga dikhao jaga dikhao and we have done this in collaboration with the state transport uh, which has got 18 lakh women traveling every day by the state transport and many of them are facing these issues and nobody is speaking about it and that's why state transport also feels that it's an important issue that we do talk about it and get men and get bystanders to take a stand and we are saying that you know just show him his place why do you think bystanders are bystanders why do you think bystanders don't react what is it are they obviously they are scared for their life sometimes uh what else is running in their head that they decide not to speak up see there are many things one is you don't know what to do can you tell that man what you're doing 
then you are confronting him directly uh you don't know whether that woman will actually support if you take a stand you are afraid of that sometimes sometimes you are um afraid that you know if you take a stand he will get down and beat you up all sorts of things or he will follow you he will follow you he, he most of the time it is it's not my problem and uh, that's how we look at life you know it's not my problem i don't have time hmm. uh i shouldn't get, get involved it. in and, this you know now people also will say ki acha abhi aap equality ki baat kar rahe ho to aap karo na aapki fight acha so why not that kind of way of thinking also happen so we are saying in fact that let's not be confronted to always there are so many different ways in which you can interrupt a harassment happening so how can one interrupt a harassment without screaming bhai sab kya time hua it's a question that you can just ask that guy interrupt what he's doing look him into eyes he knows that you know you know you don't have to do you you're not asking anything for him to stop get in between the two people just saying jagah nahi hai but it doesn't mean that you always have to be confrontative about it you can uh why shouldn't women be confronting no 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 women should be confrontative i'm talking about bystander oh bystander that yeah. sometimes they can just do these yeah, kinds of little things yeah i'm saying women should be and you know what we are finding that works a lot of time we say are kya kar rahe ho someone is experiencing sexual harassment at that moment that very moment what should they do when they freeze so we are training lot of our women to say like learn to scream sometimes even learn to run it's okay to run because you have to find a situation in which you're going to be safe so let's not take i'm going to fight in every situation you have to assess so learn to assess a situation and then take a particular uh uh response to that uh but a lot of times we tend to like i'm talking about environment like a bus or entry we tend to say are kya kar rahe ho we need to name it kya kar rahe ho to he'll say kuch nahi kar raha but if you say why are you touching my breast then it becomes very difficult for him to say i wasn't and then everybody around also will know the gravity of situation but we are so ashamed we are so um you know taken aback that we tend to just say this are kya kar rahe ho dur raho that kind but i think if we can call out and say what's happening to us that allows us to have that sense of power in ourselves and also possibility of getting bystander support and you know lot of times women also think it's my fault women think it's their fault because someone is touching Somebody, their breast or butt exactly why you know it's like somewhere deep down did i wear the right clothes am i um drawing attention i think we have to stop stop doing these things to us because a lot of time we are censoring ourselves we are censoring like you're not going 5:30 in the morning it's a censorship we are putting in ourselves and a lot of time we say that say for example if all men were in the house at 7 o'clock would we not be happy to go out yes so then very high why is it that we are creating a society where half of the people feel afraid of doing things which are normal which everybody else is doing and i'm not allowed i don't allow myself to do because i'm afraid that something will happen to me and that is when we are talking about a society we want to create in which this is not not required i am interested in you i find a way to talk to you i don't have to cat call you for that that's what a lot of men argue that oh i'm interested in her that's why i'm getting her attention but that's no way to get attention so you know what are you doing to an entire section of people and how can we change that and that's what we are working towards so we are saying that each individual woman has to learn to assert herself a man has to see what is his role in this whole process 
both as somebody who is perpetuating but also somebody is a bystander am i stopping somebody when they make horrible jokes in a group which are totally demeaning to women i'm not am i even having one thought when i'm giving all the ban marki galis because they are all on women's bodies i also give it her i have to be careful now no but i'm just saying that i and i'll tell you where it comes from okay um and i'm so glad you made this point because everybody says the bcmc now you end up seeing the bcmc you're not even thinking because it becomes a part of being cool cool and you know it's part of a lingo now yes, it's become yes. that you know? and i'm so How glad it's like we say bro you say like that mcvc you i know what you know what i'm speaking about everybody knows about that right so i feel that somewhere it is a sexist comment at the end of the day think about it right now i'm thinking i'm like oh my goodness gracious look I, that's why a lot of times we are very woke in terms of taking stand on rape yeah rape horrible everything we are fine but there is an entire continuum of violence and we are not even thinking about it that's all okay and then it becomes like oh you're you're becoming boring you know you are kind of you know you, you can't even take yeah. fun yeah yes and yeah. you know it's like uh you know everything is too serious for you we are saying that can we find fun in different way i mean i want to have fun too but does it have to be on an objectification of me does it have to be a kind of sexist way or objectify men i mean didn't you see ran uh, what is that rocky and rani and he's saying are you objectifying me i mean there is an element of looking at people in a certain way but it's not objectifying it's 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 not the same way you know? the way we because you objectify look, women yeah so the way we look and and objectification of women is happening with multiple layers you know it's combined with sexism it's combined with what is her role in society it's it's like a whole package so bollywood movies have also contributed to sexism and with the way they portray women and a lot of people talk about it but i came across interesting dialogues from uh, some movies and i thought i should share it with you it's from race to by saif ali khan it says upar wale ne tumhe aage aur piche bahut kuch diya hai par upar kuch nahi diya hai okay the next one is uh, from kal hona ho uh, i think it's sharukh's dialogue aman's dialogue uh 6 din ladki in and that is what's happening with stalking you know like so many women are being stalked both now it's also happening a lot online you know i really want to tell men they don't like stalking so please like be creative in your ways if you want to allure men there are like three men here i really want to say it is not cool you can do better yeah and you know this way of kind of almost not accepting my no is a question that we have everywhere there are two parts to it sometimes women also kind of train if they want to say yes they will say no first so we are also talking to our girls about do we say no when and we are clear that it's no and do we communicate it adequately so that's one part of it because our constant thing is that what's happening in society is affecting both men and women it's not only men though men are perpetuating many of the thing women are also internalize many of these things so how do we challenge that so do we learn to say yes and no because the what we were talking about my own censorship if i say yes say for example interpretation will be ke kitni chalu hai pehle time mein hi haan bol diya that's also there so this whole idea of courting courtship and interest in how do we learn to say no and how do we learn to accept no because men cannot accept no how dare she reject me this notion is so strong and then that's why you have all these acid being thrown at women or being now killing or uh trying to you know i will spoil her this notion comes because how dare she say no to me 
So this idea is somewhere what we need to also question that we are not looking at respect and consent for each other. That if I, if I can respect you and I respect what you feel, then I will leave you. And that doesn't take away my feelings for you. I might feel very strongly, but you don't. So do I learn to accept that? And that is also something that we have to really learn. Uh, so coming back to Bollywood, it's totally true that Bollywood reinforces and we have been actually doing huge campaigns. So we did this campaign called Ghana Rewrite. And we said, take a sexist song and change the lyrics. And we are saying to the story writer, to the lyrics writer, that we can communicate love, we can communicate character, and we can communicate their passion without it becoming so sexist. You know, they are just, it's becoming like you're going lower and lower in how far you will go in your objectification and sexism. And we are saying for your storyline, is that the only way you can do it? And can we rethink about it? Can we rethink about what it's doing to a whole society? Every song that is there is used to do catcalling on girls. Now, we are saying that that kind of sexism is something that needs to be stopped. But if you tell Bollywood, they are not going to listen just like that. So we are saying, okay, what about consumers saying that? We are saying consumers are not interested in that kind of... Consumers are interested in Munni, but now we are interested in yeah, what do we buy? Chamak chalo. But there are changes that are happening. I can see a lot of uh, new songs where um, they are trying to give agency yeah, to women. Narrative, yeah. narrative. And I think that's something that's positive, and we have to encourage that. Absolutely. But how do we how do we take a stand on what's happening? And there are so many such dialogues, and the dialogues are also like even uh, uh, in. Uh, Dilwale Dulanya. You know, the mother is telling the daughter, okay, the girls shouldn't be dreaming. Dream dekho, but dream uh, fulfill karne ki khwaish mat rakho. Achha, I didn't say so, that. Yeah, so we are saying that we, this is what we are telling our daughter. That you can dream, you can do whatever you want, but don't think that is ever going to. And we are saying that I want to dream and I want you to fulfill your dream. And work hard for that dream. Find a way to do it. And yes, maybe not all our dreams are going to get fulfilled. But at least I work towards being a better of myself every day. But do we give that chance to our girls and our daughter? And that is where we feel that as a society, we need to question ourselves. I, I am, there are so many aha moments that are, uh, that I'm actually having right now while I'm talking to you. And it also reminds me of an episode that happened uh, with me some time back where I broke up with a guy and we were in the car. We were meeting after our breakup, like after three months. And while I was talking to him, I was telling him that this is how I'm moving on and I'm glad this happened and I blessed you and thank you for everything. He suddenly comes to kiss me and I'm like, no. This privilege you lost. You made a choice and I want you to respect the choice. And he said, why are you making a big deal about it? Stop being a drama queen. I said, excuse me, I'm not being a drama queen. I just want you to respect that we've broken up. You don't have this privilege. And he's like, he laughed on my face. And, and that's when I was like, thank God. I broke up with him. I'm very happy. That is a total. Anyways, that was a joke. Yeah, but you know this whole idea he that made me very uncomfortable. Be and and I could see that how uncomfortable he was. Like, why are you making a mountain of a molehill? I was just trying. I was like, no, don't try. He's like, hmm. you know, that's what happens when you're too woke or when you're too evolved. And then he's like, um, and that is why you know we men prefer younger women. He said that on my face. And I'm like, you know what? You should actually choose younger women because, because you deserve a bimbo. I, I got angry. That's a very sexist comment. I'm sorry, but I said it out of anger. But this is how they 
you know when you spoke about no how they can't take no and then they incite you and make you feel guilty they gaslight you and say you know what you are you are like yeah and you know it's so much of ego about how dare you say no yeah. and you know what's this sudden creating my space you know like you're saying it's my space and don't don't come in and it's like you know i've been in that space so what's the big deal that's how they're looking at it but you know every moment we are negotiating our own spaces for ourselves are we creating those boundaries for ourselves and that happens in all relationship that we are creating but do people respect those things do we um sometimes do we also respect our own what we have created you know I sometimes we will be about uh, our own boundaries absolutely that is so and i as a woman and i'm sure nandita you go through the same thing there's always so much of guilt to put boundaries with leave men with women with women i do not like this because i think it stems from the fact that we are so conditioned to play a nice girl be decent i don't know how many times i've heard this be decent kya hai decent mujhe batao aaj khulasa kar dete decent kya hai bata diyo decent kya hai it's like rubbed on my face i i when i go home and i respect where my mom comes from like when i go home i still dress up in a certain way which is accepting to my mom i will i will not wear this because she doesn't like it right i don't want i don't want to like i don't want her to be in a place where she doesn't uh, you know she's getting older and i think i we come from a place of love but still the way my brother is looked at and the way i am looked at this still a humongous difference does it hurt yes as a woman it breaks my heart you know when i had gone for world cup and football was new to me i remember i was this happened during also and some other sports tournament that i was doing i called all these guys for a mastermind session nandita because i wanted to know from them how could i go about with this situation so i said listen i don't know about football i need you all to help me and tell me how to go about with it so they they went about teaching me about all the different football players and then they said that you know what worst come worst case if you don't understand just flash your titties you'll be good you know they will not even want to know about football they get all the this is what my best friend said you'll get all the balls in the world you you and i was like wow you think i'm all about my beauty and there's no there's nothing else to me obviously i went ahead and did the fifa world cup and then i met him and i said this to him that you know what i feel i i feel sad for you that you're my you're my friend and you're my best friend and you spoke like that about me flash your titties i this no and a lot of times for them it's just a joke come on i was just making a joke of course i see you as such an intelligent person and all that but they don't understand that that one comment why is it a joke for them yeah they every all the why is it a joke so for example you remember that uh, that iceland and new zealand prime ministers had taken out a statement saying why are people talking about our clothes we are taking decisions for the whole country and they are still talking about what was she wearing and that's what happens with all the sports women it's more important to see what they were wearing than what they are how they are playing and this is how and that it doesn't happen with men right it doesn't happen with when nobody says oh he's become more muscular and that only thing that they are talking about you know and this is the problem that is the what we are saying is sexism and it's so brush aside nobody is looking at it seriously internally and they feel they are woke and this is where our problem is that today you start talking like so we did a survey with 6000 young people age group of 15 to 29 across eight cities in india and all men are saying gender equality perfect 89% of men and women said yes yes we believe in gender equality but you go one surface down like do clothes invite sexual harassment will you help in the housework 1.5% of men said that housework is their responsibility 
just imagine 1.5% of men they will help they will do something but it is not their responsibility and we are saying that gender equality is here there's no problem why you all all talking so much about it so i'm saying that i'm working on this whole issue for 30 years i see a huge change i see that all like a lot of young people are talking what they are talking today because many of us have fought it's like when we say that you know savitri bai fought and that's why all of us are here for education you know she fought 150 years ago when no girl was allowed to go into a school she fought and that's why we are all here like that so many people have fought for you to get what you're getting today and it's so easy to say that you know it's we are here we have arrived so a lot of times i say even to young women that see the history you know today we have so many laws because all of us have been out on the streets fighting to get the laws and now it's your turn because this is not going to go i don't see this is happening in my lifetime that we are going to have gender they have articulated that it's going to take us 200 more years to come to any kind of gender equality oh my god tab tak hum dono kaho par dono par hum bol rahe hain ki mere jo young youngsters hai they feel that this is good enough usse zyada karne ki zarurat nahi hai that's what we are saying that a lot has to still change the only thing that i feel sometimes people are okay about is what to wear maybe a little bit or sometimes about you know dating or like in one of your podcasts i was listening to you know can sh- can a girl pay for a date or who pays for the date those things might have changed but deep down are we changing can we not look at anybody from this good woman bad woman point and of how is all the bad women having wine in their hand and abusing and good women wearing salwar kurti or sari i don't understand and most of these bad women they are catholics how auntie rosette or someone <laughs> seriously have you noticed that? but have you uh, you remember that uh, kajol movie in which she plays football uh this kuch kuch hota hai it's my favorite i love now look at kuch kuch hota hai she is not a girlfriend material till she is like a boy as soon as she becomes like a girl in a sari she plays football in a sari i mean that's like the most ridiculous so we are almost communicating that if you're not girl enough you're not a good girl enough then are you marriageable are you lovable you were lovable earlier also but it was a very different kind of love now it's a romantic love these are very subtle messages we are saying on one hand we are against the kind of sexism but some of these reinforcement go even deeper and how do we look at that and i see that shift in rocky and rani i see a different way of dealing with it so there is a movement also happening slow, in bollywood slow and slow. steady but it's happening but i think that this is going to be a slow thing see it's it's very interpersonal it's very connected to you know to people whom i love like when you do things for your mother it's not just boundary it's also because you love her you want to make her feel happy and you want to make her feel that you are listening to her and everything that we listen about our parents is not necessarily a compromise because you know i think this generation is also losing out on trying to assert themselves by not building those love connection sometimes i feel that we are so much on love with our image on social media that we forget the loved ones around us we are uh, forgetting to be vulnerable because see you can't show you are crying on social media right you have to be this happy face yeah. you have to have the selfie with the best locale uh in that we are almost not acknowledging that i'm low that i'm having issues that i am feeling that um, sense of loss in my life we are not allowing that to happen and that's why so many mental health issues are coming up today for the young people you know taking taking what you said i also feel think about this and we thought that at the end of the day it's the past few decades 
that men have been in close proximity of women earlier men and women were not in this kind of proximity we can now that i think of it i'm like how do you expect men to feel there is there are hormones inside you right and when suddenly you're seeing women in such close proximity you have those hormones buzzing i'm saying because if you look at i'll give you an example here in germany so many times this happens you're sitting a woman is sitting there she's not worn her bra you can see her nipples everybody is there sitting nobody looks at her why because for like four decades they've been used to this proximity they've been used to women being like that suddenly in india you have uh, you have women who are opening up women who are dressing like that it's not easy for men to just suddenly see this change women working in close proximity women working as bosses and that's when i realize okay now i understand we need to give our men a little bit of time to warm up to this idea so i totally agree and that's why for us we've been working very consistently with men to say that this way or in which society is putting pressure on you to be a particular way of a man you know this masculine man this kabir singh kind of this whole idea of a very masculine man also puts pressure on all other men you have to be also like that you you have to also have muscle you have to have this kind of anger so we are saying that men also have certain pressure in this kind of a environment of masculinity and what we call toxic masculinity that is seen as wow thing and that's why you know men who are more softer men who are uh more vul- who show their vulnerability are seen as girly or feminine uh, and they are not valued in the same way mm-hmm. so we are saying that that also needs to change and for me like the way bts shows you know like a kind of young men is a different kind of an example that is also something that we are now seeing being accepted by a lot of people it's still not something that we are looking at it for ourselves but i think that we need to challenge this so we are talking to young men that let's not put this kind of a image for ourselves you can create your own so how do you build your own confidence if you're not like that kind of person do you have to become that kind of person to be confident and the second part of it is that do you recognize your role in perpetuating this kind of radical machism gender inequality and can we change and i feel that today young men are very ready to change so what you're saying we need to give them time we need to work with them we need to not just push them aside uh and involve them in this process so we are saying that you know there are many campaigns even on fatherhood internationally also even in india that you know men are losing out on the beautiful moment to be a father because we are so busy doing everything and being a provider no provider yes but even in provider when you come back home you can do play with your child but that you know too much of emotional thing if you do then it's seen as kya kar raha hai seriously yeah yeah like oh, i wasn't aware that even now that exists i thought people are becoming hands on fathers now the younger generation is and that's what i'm seeing that it's beautiful for them also that experience you know being in the labor room seeing what your partner has gone through but also being part of hands on father and i think that it's a vulnerable like you know it's a beautiful emotion and you can allow yourself that process of and those experiences and i feel that we have to allow men that space but that doesn't mean it's forever and what we are seeing a lot of time with youth whom we work with that it's very easy to change and show the change with your mother so the boys are now saying okay i will give time to do work help you in the house i will do things that i wasn't doing 
because we do a lot of these kinds of dialogue. We are saying, are you ready to do that with your partner? Are you ready to look at what kind of control you are putting in your on your girlfriend? Are you willing to take that engagement to a broader level in your life? It's not just ki acha mummy ko. Many mothers come and tell us we are so happy that our boys are now becoming. You know, the sensitive, they understand what we are going through. It starts from the house. The way a mother treats her son and the way the mother treats the daughter. I think that is... Because sometimes I think, right, Nandita, who teaches us to be sexist? When we are born as a... When we are born as a girl, as a guy, we don't understand sexism at all that I have to... Work at. I have to cook food, or a guy has to be a provider. The bo- the child is born without these thoughts. A society tells us, okay, to look pretty, you put makeup. Uh, a man has to be masculine, masculine to protect his wife. I'm like, think about kids. They're so raw. They are wild. They don't know anything. So some of the sexism is very in. It's indoctrinated by. Society, right? And which also, as an entrepreneur, I always think that when a man is a go-getter, he's ambitious, he's a boss. But today when I am a go-getter, a task master, I'm a bitch. And I just find so much of double standards in this, that I have to get the result done as a woman. Just the way a man does it, right? वो तो गालियाँ देगा MCBC का तभी समझते हो तुम लोग। हाँ, जब भी लड़की बोलती है, then you're like, oh, because she's gentle and you know she is asking to get the work done. Because we don't use that kind of profanity, right? So I do see a lot of double standards there, and I in in my own life, Nandita, I feel sometimes people say that you know she's very masculine. And sometimes I feel you have to embrace that energy when you have to get work done. That doesn't mean that we are not feminine. It's I don't understand where having a goal and ambition makes it masculine. That's how society is yes. made us think like that. You know, you you what what are we living for? We are living for a kind of sense of fulfillment of ourselves. And for that, if I'm working hard, if I'm working consistently, I'm staying up night and actually getting it done is actually nice. And I feel satisfied at the end of the day. I mean, I'm working on this kind of work for last 30, 40 years, but I'm still excited. I'm still willing to wake up in the morning and say, okay, what's this day going to be and who I'm going to be able to relate to and uh, converse and learn from. So I think that that journey has to be not made masculine at all. And I think um, that part is something that as a society we have to reflect. But this idea of double standard is there everywhere. And it is the deep down, it is that the girl finally has to look after home. So even if you are working out, even if you are doing whatever your ambition Fundamentally, your ambition has to be looking after the home. And looking after the home is not a rocket science you're born with. You know, you are taught what we say that socialization in the family, in the school, in everything around us teaches us this kind of a notion. And that's why girls have to do nursing or they have to do be a school teacher because these are so-called nurturing jobs that women will be able to do well. But we are saying, it's when you are three years old and four years old, mother will say, Bitta jara pani lekya. Guest aaye pani lekya. And it's so sweet when a four-year-old goes and gets a water. You know, we see it as a very sweet thing, but that's where we are trained. I mean, we are not trained making rotis, but we, we learn to make rotis in the process of, you know, what a preparation done for the next, job that we have in life. Similarly, men are taught how to manage whatever business, how to manage things. There is a kind of training that's done and 
it's done very subtly sometimes very obviously sometimes but it's a training that we all have got and there's nothing that we can't learn from each other except for giving birth and breastfeeding there is nothing and breastfeeding also now like feeding milk bottle is also available there's nothing that a man and woman cannot do and we are not saying that every difference has to be uh like men and women have to be same we are never saying that we are saying that we are 8 billion people in the world none of us are same why would we want men and women to be same we are saying why is there a hierarchy that what men does is seen as better better paid more power more sense of you know right to decide opportunity resources while what women does is seen as secondary and men are also not allowed that choice we are saying allow men also that choice to choose what they want to do in life you know sometimes a lot of times many men who have taken what we call non traditional routes have faced a lot of objection from the family saying you know you, you're not going to be able to make it and they have shown that they have but do women are allowed that kind of options and then when we say you know when we see a few women like okay you know we see women having worked the scientists who work for the rockets and all we applaud them because they are in the non traditional uh sector but we are saying that can we make those available to women so those are the issues that we have to find a way to challenge how is family articulating this roles how is school articulating this role how is society in general articulate and can we turn it around i have an observation here that most high risk jobs are done by men most women are doing it but most of it is done by men being an astronaut or a pilot women today desire to have a high paying job hmm. but don't you think that high paying job is equivalent to high risk job too so if women want to get paid higher they need to take higher risk jobs and True. not necessarily just the nurturing jobs yeah no i agree and a lot of times women like what i was telling you women restrict themselves ki abhi itna promotion ho gaya na uske baad promotion nahi chahiye because then your risk but your accountability also increases your responsibility increases and you don't want to manage that because you feel that now it i i want to stop here so i i know a lot of women who will restrict themselves and not allow their full potential to grow because they feel that they have to manage other things in life and the guilt of not managing those thing is so high why is it that there is a question asked that you know if you have children then the guilt comes on women men also have those same children but they don't feel guilty about it and i think that is something we have to work on ourselves also but society doesn't allow you to move out of those roles and we are saying that so so if society doesn't allow you to move out from those roles as individuals how do you battle your fear you battle your fear like uh, you know there were um interviews with some of these women and they said that you know my child was 3 months old and he had fever and i knew that my family would look after and i decided to go somewhere for a meeting now you have to deal with your own sense of guilt it doesn't mean that the child is not taken care taken of. care of it doesn't mean that child is going to uh, be affected but you, it's your own mental thing that you have to also fight and also can you depend on your partner same way as you have certain kinds of role can your partner play it so being creative about it how how can you find a way to deal with it and i think that a lot of individual couples are finding their solutions 
but as a larger system so like one of the things that we have been doing is as a government we are saying are they supporting to individual who want to work is there enough child care facility in a city are there enough senior citizen care facility because it's not only children you are looking at you are looking after your old parents also and then you want to be able to have them be happy so that you can do what you want to do so are there services like that so we worked with the municipal corporation and we were successful in getting an entire chapter on gender in the 20 year vision of mumbai city and that means that the land is reserved for all these services now that's something that we have to also create so it's not only ki i will do mera fight mai kar lungi you know i will work out but what about changing the rest of the system because till that time like today in many of the countries abroad like in sweden and there is almost like a compulsory crash it's always available to you you can go now if i know that my child is actually going to learn today parents are putting their children to early play school almost as much as 6 months because the child is growing because child is learning so much it's not just ki maine chhod diya i know that my child is doing better than what i can do sometimes at home that's why we are putting if there were so many play schools like that all over the city all women will be able to put their children but we are not thinking of those kinds of systems will you we need government support also government support we need employer support you know abhi we are saying that when 30 women are there you are saying crash hona chahiye that's so you will employ 29 women because you don't want to put a crash in space and all bombay city we are saying have 30 parents 30 individual who are parents why man cannot carry his child if the child is not breastfeeding man can bring the child to crash but we are not thinking of those kinds of solutions we are only thinking and putting burden only for women so then the thing is ki women ko employ mat karo who is going to give so many benefits so all the benefits yeah. are seen from the point of view of um, getting women uh, in a way it's positive but in a way it works negative also for women to get employment incredible i think there were i had so many epiphanies today in terms of we definitely need to get creative we need to be more aware of the language we use i think i am going to not use profanity as much as possible because i just it just occurs to you that oh my god you're actually being sexist by saying something like that and i think we need to have more such open conversations which drives this kind of a change you spoke about something so important that when we encounter sexual harassment the first thing you can you should scream but it is so weird as a woman we think 10 times before we have to scream because we are built in such a way that you 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 just you just praised right uh and i think what your organization is doing for women for girls is is stupendous and i am so honored to have you on this podcast and i'm so grateful you could come and share your insights and give this these immense words of wisdom i'm so grateful no it was fantastic and you know when you invited me i was like okay this is a kind of platform on which we should be talking you know because we generally are not talking on all these platforms so i was so happy that happy to be here Thank you so much uh, Nandita and Akshara Center I'm going to put the website I'm going to put the Instagram handle please support this organization because they are doing some incredible work for our India for our men our women our kids because when women are empowered then the entire society is empowered and growing so definitely I want you to support them and you want to say something to our viewers i want to say you know sometimes we are dead before we are dead let's 
let that not happen to women and as men let's be respectful let's be sensitive there's nothing wrong in being vulnerable i think it's quite beautiful and if we can together build a world which is really positive for everybody i think that will be great and i'm looking forward to that kind of india and that kind of world thank you thank you so much wonderful and no nahi khatam nahi hua kyunki subscribers ko bol raha hai ki please subscribe kijiye follow kijiye comment kijiye aur dher sara pyar dijiye because that's what we need for this podcast i hope you're learning because i'm definitely learning a lot are you learning are you having fun to please jao comment karo aur support karo and i love you all and see you in the next podcast bye bye